Well, hello everyone. I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing? Um, a little chilly out there, but hey, I mean, it is the season. Um, we are going to talk about when the Steelers have the ball against this really bad Cardinals defense that really doesn't have very many good players or hardly any other than Buda Baker, to be honest with you. But there's a lot of encouraging Steeler trends that I want you to focus on. So the Steelers average 4.9 yards per play. That's bad. But over their past three games, they're up to 5-4. Pretty good. The Cardinals allows 5-5, but 5-7 over their last three games. Horrendous. Last week, they gave up 6.9 yards per play and 457 total yards of offense to the Rams. Yikes. Still, the Steelers' offense is 28th in points per game, but the Arizona defense is 31st. In terms of EPA per play, Washington is the only defense worse than the Cardinals in 2023, and they are dead last in success rate as well, which is kind of down-to-down defense, dead last. The Steelers' offense converts a series of downs into a new series of downs 66% of the time, which is 28th. League average is 70%. However, Arizona's defense allows 77%, worst in the league. The Steelers pass the football on 56.2% of their plays, which is is higher than just nine teams. But over the past three weeks, they are averaging just 48.7% of their offensive snaps. Just throwing it, I'm sorry, just throwing it 48% of their offensive snaps. I mean, so the last three weeks, they're running it more than they're throwing it, which is not common in the NFL. Only three teams pass the ball a lower percent of the time over the past three weeks. Last week, Pickett attempted 33 passes, and the Steelers ran the ball 33 times. Only the Jets and Panthers are seeing a higher percentage of run plays than Arizona. The Steelers also have a dropback rate of 38% when leading in the second half of games. Only two offenses are lower in such circumstances. The Cardinals defense is first in the league in seeing 22 personnel, two backs, two tight ends, and third in seeing 20 personnel, two backs, zero tight ends. So a lot of people are attacking them with two backs. It's probably because of teams they play with fullbacks, Niners, etc. 18% of their defensive snaps have faced two running backs on the field, which is extremely, extremely high. Only the Bears and Vikings allow a higher completion percentage than Arizona's defense, and the Cardinals' 5.7 touchdown rate is 31st. Matthew Stafford threw for four touchdowns against the Cardinals last week. Not super uncommon. Pickett hasn't thrown an interception in his last 208 games. That is seven straight games, or just 208 passing attempts. That's seven straight games. Both are all-time Steeler records. His 278 passing yards last week are the second most of Pickett's career and the most in a game in which he didn't turn the ball over. Last week, 24.2 of Pickett's passes were 15-plus air yards downfield, which is his second highest of the season. 39.3% of his percent of his throws were between the numbers. That was his highest of the season. I knew it was high. I didn't know it was number one until just then. George Pickens target rate has stayed between 15 and 18 percent over his past four games of all the pass catchers in the league with at least 50 targets 
Pickens' 13.4 average depth of target is 10th highest. Over his past five games, Pickens has just 13 catches, though, for 162 yards and hasn't had more than six targets in any of those contests. Calvin Austin has just six targets over his past six games and just 27 receiving yards. 49.3 of the targets against Arizona this year have gone to receivers aligned on the outside. That's the highest percentage in the NFL. Pickens and Johnson are second and 10th, respectively, in percentage of their routes aligned from the outside in the whole league. Arizona is allowing wide receivers to catch a league-high 71.5% of their targets with 9.2 yards allowed per target to the position, which is 30th. The Cardinals also have allowed wide receivers to catch a league-high 55.6 of their passes, 20 or plus yards downfield. I don't know if you need to, but Pickens and Johnson have great matchups, especially Pickens downfield. So, after getting 13 targets all season long before last week, Pat Fryermuth was targeted 11 times in week 12. He caught nine passes for 120 yards, which was the first time a Steelers tight end eclipsed 100 receiving yards since Vance McDonald in 2018. Fryermuth's previous high was 85 receiving yards. He was targeted on 44% of his routes against the Bengals compared to 7.7 the week before. He received one-third of the Steelers' total targets against Cincinnati. He averaged a whopping 4.8 yards per route run, the highest of any tight end that received 10 or more snaps in Week 12. Just monster numbers, as he's just backing that up. The Steelers have attempted 61 play-action passes this year, but nine of them came on Sunday against Cincinnati. Got like that. The Cardinals don't have anyone with more than five sacks this season, but they have 13 different Arizona, but 13 different Arizona defenders have recorded a sack this season. Uh, BJ Ojolari is tied for second amongst rookies with four sacks. Good young player. Their 2.7 sacks per game is right around league average, but their pressure rate is the second lowest amongst all defenses and the Cardinals defense is, is blitzing the lowest rate in the league. Their average time to throw that they see the defense is the sixth highest in the league. So teams have been able to hold the ball against this team. Um, quick break, a little drink of water for me, and we'll talk run game. Your Steelers have rushed for 153 yards or more in four straight games. Over that four-game stretch, they average 174 yards on the ground. The Rams gashed these guys for 228 in, their, in Arizona last week, 226 of them coming from the running back position. Arizona now gives up an average of 151.4 rushing yards to game per game just to the running back position, second worst in the league. Over the past three games, they came one yard short, and Harris ended up with 99 yards last week, of having three consecutive individual 100-yard rushing games. Warren did receive his largest share of design carries last week, getting 56, 46% of the, the rushes. So of all running backs with at least 50 carries, 
Warren's 5.8 yards per carry not only is first in the league, but well ahead of Kyron Williams, who's next, at 5.3. It's a whole half yard more. His explosive run rate is only behind Tajay Spears. Harris is fourth in this metric, explosive run rate. The Steelers are now second in the league behind Denver in explosive run rate overall. Warren is also first in yards after contact per attempt, and Harris is 17th. Harris has 75-plus scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown in three of his past four games. Warren has 110-plus scrimmage yards in three of his past four games. Pretty dominant stuff. Pittsburgh's red zone efficiency is only better than four teams, and over the past three games, they're at 37.5%. So for the season, they're at 43.5, which is fifth worst. But over the last three games, they're noticeably even worse. This is interesting to me. Only the Commanders and Jaguars give up more second half points per game than Arizona. And over the past three games, the Cardinals are last allowed in the first half of games. But only the Giants and Patriots are producing fewer first half points than the Steelers this year. Lastly, kind of sums it up with this Cardinals team that's pretty horrible. They give up a league-high 2.45 points per drive. So every time you get a drive, you get two point two and a half points out of it against this team. It's the worst in the league. I expect the Steelers' offense to feast and really control this football game. So, all right, take care. Over and out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.